Welcome to another episode of Press Our Esports, The Duck. I am Zolord here uh, with me as always, our Dainty Taco and Malco. Gentlemen, how are you this evening? Doing great, doing great. Good. Doing good. Fair enough. So another week in the books, uh, another set of exciting games uh, that we've seen come to pass. Uh, just a quick review of the standings for everybody tuning in. Uh, curtain call sitting uh, in a the first place uh, with four points. Inferno trigger is tied with Killer Instinct with three points. Uh, Destiny uh, tied with Less Bounce uh, with two. Onslaught of Shadows, Glacial Storm six seven, and Hijack Absolute Zero and Final Spark uh, rounding it out. Um, and all have. No wins as of yet, and I think Final Spark, the only reason they're in 10th place uh, currently is because they have played less games. So that is the standings after two weeks. Um, real quick, you know, any surprises for you guys? Um, not really, honestly. Like, uh, I mean, unfor- I guess the surprise for me, because based off my predictions last week, um, I had Hijack uh, 2-0-ing, and they got 2-0'd. Um, but I think a bit of that has to do with the fact that uh, Inferno Trigger did have I Am Hippie sub for top lane. Um, so it was kind of like a... Yeah, a I, I'm... thrown in, in there, like, last minute, unfortunately. Yep, so. I, I'm going to go with the, uh, you know, owner's curse. You know, I, I've picked Hijack as my dark horse, and uh, yeah. <laughs> they're 0-4 on the season. So uh, I'm just going to pick the other team to win, and Hijack's going to just, you know, wreck faces. So yeah, um, I'm going to start saying they're going to go 1-1 instead of 2-0. <laughs> uh, so, guys. Uh, start giving them benefit of the doubt, you know? Yeah, so let's cut right into the chase. Um, Absolute Zero uh, and Curtain Call uh, was the match of the week. Um, I, you know, I was one of the casters on there, you know, the, their opening, uh, game one, uh, was a little bit confusing as to, uh, you know, what they were going for, um, you know, with their comp, uh, you know, the Ari support pick, um, you know, and I have not seen vintage on Nico. Uh, so it's just a, a little bit, you know, of a head scratcher, um, and uh, I think they, you know, paid handsomely as uh, Curtain Call really, you know, took it to them game one. Um, game two, you know, different story in my opinion. You know, Kurt, or excuse me, Absolute Zero actually ran a comp um, that kind of played more to their play style, I feel like. Um, and obviously, you know, still early in the season, everybody's still learning each other. Um, but, you know, Doom Vanilla looked fantastic on Sejuani. Um, you know, Vintage uh, actually looked pretty good on the Xerath. Uh, Nykrit and Queen Sue, uh, you know, <laughs> finally started doing some stuff. Um, all good. So, yeah, they uh, held them off a little bit. Um, you know, Spacing and True Flash and King Volpe's, uh, you know, put on a show both games. Uh I think True Flash, you know, had his best performance uh, on that Kaisa and King Volpe's Thresh. It may start to be a ban, uh, you know, in future um, 
series as the season progresses. Uh, you know, Malco, what do you think about these this series? Uh, in particular, I, I when I started watching this particular series, especially in Game One, I was just constantly questioning myself: draft, 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 draft. What is going on? I'm I understand doing unconventional and or non-meta picks. But when you're a team that's currently looking down the barrel of potentially going 0-4 and you're not really having the considerable strengths in like other teams right now, uh, you really don't want to be trying to go for these unconventional picks. You want to go for something that's a little bit more easily executable that can benefit your team and has considerably more win conditions. Like You can't expect the support Ari to get that bad, yep. honestly. <clears throat> I would expect more like, even if they went like a Zyra, for example, as something with a little bit more CC, AOE damage, you would have at least had more consistent damage coming out in comparison to the RE. Yeah, so it's, the- it's interesting because, you know, Absolute Zero, uh, you know, Summon Tibbers uh, in Season 1 had Nykrit uh, as our ADC, and Nykrit started pulling out the brand about halfway through the season, uh, and it was just, you know, an un- unexpected pick uh, that, you know, teams weren't prepared for. And it carried us into playoffs and carried us all the way through the championship. So, uh, Nykert has, uh, you know, some flexibility down there in the bot lane. Uh, and I'm surprised he has not, you know, pulled out this crazy pick that, you know, can be flexed. Taco, any words? Me for game one, uh, I personally would have liked if the Nico and the Ari switched, uh, because Nico's stun can go through minions and that would be very helpful in the bot lane. Um, my only, like, biggest critique of that game was, like, again, like, Doom did this really weird pathing that, like, it's like, the typical Olaf pathing is you just cycle your camps, and then you get a, get a crab, and then you try to get out to be on the map for Dragon, because you can take that yourself, and... Like, he did this weird invade, tried to attempt to evade, burned his flash, and then just, like... So do you think he's doing too much as a... Yeah, I think You know, is he putting too much pressure on himself, or is it, you know, that the laners are losing early that's causing him to, you know, change his, you know, typical gameplay? No, because the laners weren't even losing it yet. Uh, The thing is, is, like, he did his, like, red to blue to Gromp, and then uh, went up to gank top, which is fine. I get, like, I get because you blew the flash early from Aatrox. You want to do that? Okay, great. Now you go back. If that doesn't have anything succeeds from that, then you go back and cycle through your camps, back, get on the map for Dragon, and go for the objective. If you can't do that, if your lanes are not in a good position to do that, then you just keep farming and try to find advantages like he invaded a lot and i think that was really good of him but um because we even saw him almost like kill the hecarim by himself being like a level mm-hmm. down yeah and, and being behind and but, i don't want to you know us to talk about absolute zero the entire time uh because curtain call is you know killing it obviously uh but you know it's we're trying to think of creative ways for absolute zero to you know shift their season a little bit um, and you know, curtain call is, uh, you know, they've got all the right pieces and, you know, thing, things seem to be working well for them, uh, right now, uh, in their draft, uh, and on the rift. Uh, so looking 
to the next series that happened. Uh, we had Final Spark and Destiny uh, face it off. I believe the uh, two oldest teams in the league um, from at least a, a naming perspective and some of their members on the roster. Uh, this kind of felt like, uh, you know, a, the battle of the basement dwellers, um, you know, and our opinions, um, and, you know, King Yotas, uh, flat out told me you guys are wrong. We're going to be a contender. Uh, and I said, I hope you prove us wrong. And wow. Uh, props to King Yotas. Uh, you know, they pulled out the victory, uh, King Leon on that Uter, clearly the man, you know, can transition his league, you know, bot mid, uh, the man can also play jungle. So, uh, Malco, you were kind of front and center in this, uh, you know, just briefly give us, you know, kind of, you know, even Malco 14, 121 on this, uh, center. So kind of give us the, the rundown briefly, you know, uh, what, what was the game plan going into this? Um, honestly, the team, we had something to prove. I want to say we went in with the confidence knowing that we were going up against another team that was considered a part of the bottom of the barrel, but we wanted to show that we can do it in a clean fashion. Uh, and as our team, we we consistently practice. Like, we practice all the time. And even if only two members are online, two members are practicing together. Ranked solo duo, flex, norms, it doesn't matter. Even in ARAMs, we try to, like, get our champions, try to get something so we can at least, like, I, that's what I like to do as, as well. Like try to even that try to practice as much as we can. We want to just make sure that we're going on as clean as possible. We know there's parts in which we made mistakes in certain areas, like going 50, 50 on dragons with no smites, which is like, that's what something we shouldn't be doing, but sometimes we do anyway. Uh, we definitely know where our weaknesses lie and we're hoping to be able to contend against some of these top teams, especially. So call and other are teams. you aware that you are currently sitting first in the league for kills. Top yes. 10, maybe even top five in assists, as well as tied for lowest deaths in the league. Uh, I did not know about lowest deaths. Yeah. So tied for lowest deaths in the league uh, with Hippie and former champ Rusty the Cat. Uh, and former champ hippie. So you're in pretty good company. Not going to lie. Uh, thank my team and my support. <laughs> they, honestly, if it wasn't for all the practice that they were doing and them putting me into a role in which I've never really like actually practiced or tried for, it, it's definitely a new breath of fresh air and has revigorated my love for the, like, the game itself. So it's, made, it's motivated me just to want to be better. And I love the team that I'm on. Honestly, the guys are positive we keep calm you know the comms are clear we have everyone's you know we're trying to agree or disagree understand each other's moves how we split the map up there's a lot of things that we're doing yeah it's it's i hope it's that it's so, showing so real quick before i turn this over to taco how was uh lethal lime great he's just like beard he's like beard that plays tanks versus beard who likes to do enchanters it's amazing Good Great deal. So I, I understand that he's already slotted in uh, for you guys next week as well, as uh, the beard is uh, enjoying himself some uh, Mickey Mouse time. Oh yeah, lucky him. <laughs> Taco, 
Yes. Uh, yeah, is. no, I, I think you guys played, I mean, the game one is basically buffu deer and let him run people over and tap them and stun them and let Seraphine ult and then Senna ult and then Rel is also there. <laughs> like, you guys played that team, like, that team comp to perfection in my opinion um uh the the thing is is the only thing that uh i also um i want to say that you had some really good cross map ults with senna um a lot of like team fights or like fights for the top side of the map were altered i think and actually i think like uh final spark wasn't necessarily ready for it um there's there's one by like rifty on the first rifty i think that you completely changed like the udir was able to stay alive long enough to like kill more people um but i have to say um on the side of uh final spark um you're like you you see the me team has senna seraphine so that has a ton of healing ton of healing coming out as well as Udyr already has healing in his kit, too. Like, this was a Boris moment, in my opinion. <laughs> you, like, you, your Tristana built RFC's third when Lord Dominix would have been way more important to cut through all the armor on the Rel and the Udyr and the Orn. And then also have an executioners in general. So Taco, um, I've got to ask you. You and I've both played with Gaunts, uh, two and ten, one game, O oh, and eleven the other game. At what point do you say, okay, it's time to shift things around? Because um, we, I, I mean, Gaunts as ADC, you know, absolute monster. But see, like, I don't think Otaku is doing a bad job. Like, no, I not at all. They're doing. I think. He I mean, he was. He had ten kills one game. Um, the next game, he was six, six, and two. Um, you know, I'm just curious. You know, is does KB Jelly go mid, and maybe Gantz is, uh, you know, thrown top? Um, you know, just to see if his skill set can prove. Uh, to be a positive influence in other areas. Yeah, I mean, Gons is also known, uh, like, he first kind of, like, entered the league playing mid for me, Mm -hmm. and then he played in the uh, finals team as support, and he he is a good AEC, but I don't He played All-Stars Jungle? Yeah, I, well, he played, like, Zach. And Yi. Yeah, I mean you cc him and then that's done yep. but that's besides the point um i i mean yeah maybe move stuff around i also just don't think like i think there's a communication problem on that team um because <laughs> like it, you, like game two you have a malphite a mumu galio mf alistar there were so many times when the galio was engaging and it just didn't make sense to me because it's like you want that ult to come down on whoever's like in the middle so like right alistar had chem tank why are you building chem tank if you're not engaging yourself um malphite didn't build chem tank which is whatever like 
I, I personally think Chem Tank is uh, broken. And Malco, okay. how many of those kills from Sivir were in lane? I actually don't remember. <laughs> Fair enough. But I mean, that, like, you know. Dragon doc- fights and too. Yeah, they uh, were mostly from like just team fights. I, okay. The, yeah. In any of those fights that like, and that's something that was like when Mel, there was like a couple of times where we got caught out and I got caught out in the back and Malphite just jumped right on top of me. And those were the fights that we definitely ended up losing. Fair enough. Well, I, uh, yeah, uh, there was uh, one there that they did ace you in game two, but then overstayed in the bot lane. And you and it's like, I don't know, it's kind of like one of those moments where it's like, you guys are playing into a Sivir, a TF, and a Hecarim. The moment those three are up, like, you better back up. Like, I, I understand that they're behind in gold and stuff and they really want that turret. But, like, all three of them died immediately after getting that turret. And I'm like, yeah, that wasn't... You took, like, a positive and made it a negative, right? Well, I know that uh, we've got to keep moving because we've got uh, another guest joining us here in a little bit. Um, So, Hijack against Inferno Trigger. Uh, Trinity, Vixper, and Hippie, who is standing in as a sub... Uh, even Ether Twister one zero and eight excellence zero zero fourteen. Uh, you know that squad on paper, uh, you know, <coughs> pretty pretty decent. But uh, yeah, I mean, adding Hippie in there was a a little bit of a disadvantage uh, for Hijack. Um, but also they you know didn't have any real practice uh, on Inferno Trigger either. But you know I'll say it again. I'm just going to. Uh, bet against hijack now and uh that way they turn around and win because as my dark horse they've got to do something yeah i i i'm not sure what might be going on with hijack right now i think maybe it's just the it, it, honestly it just might be truthfully a mentality thing and king wolfie popped off game two on the uh on the evelyn oh they looked put, really put good in, in game two early on a carry <laughs> and early, they looked really good in game two, um, between the three. Uh, and the bot lane actually did really well in the first game, I want to point out. Like, Ether Twister got his Vel'Koz, and it was uh, Trinity on Ezreal. And yeah, like, the Ash was down, like, was, uh, at one point I looked down there, she was, like, 0-2, but, like, there was a three uh, three v one that actually almost got a kill back. Um, so the bot lane isn't is like a little worrisome, but like Nafi was roaming, which was nice. I I I I am a little worried for this team, but I liked a lot of the good early game moves that they did against uh, Inferno Trigger. It's just mm-hmm. unfortunate that a lot of them didn't work out. Like. Uh, I would say, to, for the most part, like Inferno Trigger kind of just capitalized on the mistakes that Hijack was making. Um, I'm surprised we haven't seen Bonkers on, you know, the the Yon or the <laughs> Yasuo yet. I'm assuming it got banned. I would have to go back and look. I'm it. looking uh, at it. it the Yasuo banned. did, but uh, not Yon. Uh, and just like a yeah. matra, like bringing up the. Uh, jungler and with the jungler and the mid lane right. like, I actually think like the Silas like it wasn't game a bad one they had Silas and 
that's supposed to be like a flex pick for them, but mm-hmm. it kind of felt like they picked two bad lanes. Like, yeah, I don't know. You kind Salas of, is going to get out, you know, has to be in the wave, and you know, Nard does not. So, yeah, and I just I don't know. Maybe Silas would been a little bit better, or okay, into Seraphine um, mm-hmm. because you do have the E that dashes you forward and then you send the chains out um so it's a little more easier to like get onto her i guess yeah well excellence um, is a very safe mid laner um you know five one eleven one game and zero zero fourteen yeah so he is uh playing safe and you know vixfer has been really good about being you know right there in case there is a gank so um you know Inferno Trigger doing good things, and uh, fingers crossed for Hijack. I definitely want to say for Hijack real quick that their game one, I like the idea of what the comp was supposed to do. And yeah. the fact that you had the Silas against the ultis that you could possibly take away from them, the Nar, the Seraphine could have been really, really big. Even Ezreal's ult with the damage multipliers that you have, Belkaz especially, like there's a lot of different things that you could have done. It just probably wasn't really executed properly, but at least yeah. not to the fullest yeah. extent that it could have been. So the final match uh, of Monday night was Onslaught of Shadows against Killer Instinct. Uh, and Killer Instinct, I mean, they uh, have a ton of practice scrimming all the time with her team and i mean they are tied for second in the standings and i mean i think it's you know just all their hard work that's you know proven that they're a contender uh they also had a they had a sub right yeah they had, yeah uh, worthy uh, dust, worthy dust from yeah. yeah let's bounce and yep. not to say that usually the bot lane's like a problem for killer instinct like I, this time around, they were super dictating the lane because Worthy Dust is known as a very aggro support. Um, and, like, you'll see him roaming. Like, uh, I'm pretty sure uh, that was the most uh, that Costco um, has seen his support in the lane. But, like, also the other thing is, is that, like, they didn't even look like a step off beat with Mont Blanc in the jungle. Mm-hmm. So, like, I I mean, I know Mont Blanc was a jungle main. Um, so, I don't know. If, like, if they ever want to just go change this up and, like, put Mont Blanc in the jungle and then, like, have Reaper at support, because I think he also plays that, uh, plays that lane, I, either way, I think this team is super solid. And Chopped, again, just, like, yeah like things <laughs> yeah five um, five one and eight on the nar game one 12 zero and five on the nar game two uh we did get to see Cascoro play a game of anivia uh that is his first game off of uh lissandra this season uh so nice to see him with a little bit of uh champ diversity and gallio was banned uh, they pick, uh, the ME team pick Galio game one. Yeah. Uh, but um, game two, the Galio was banned. Uh, they picked uh, Anivia. 
So went back to Lissandra. Yep. And then uh, so there's, yeah, there's Narzak, Lissandra, uh, Zyrell for their yep. team. Um, yeah, I I mean, there's really not much to say about this team because they did play so well. But I, I guess the only thing I would say is that I think they could have pushed their advantage a little bit more. Like, uh, I think uh, Matthias said it on cast is that people tend to take it a little more slow mm-hmm. in, the rec- in the press R. Um, and they don't necessarily, like, hit the ground running when they have that lead. Yeah. Um, Definitely so harder yeah. to close out games. Uh, we did see uh, Quez uh, actually bring out the vein top against Nar. And early, uh, he was getting a lot of auto attacks off on the NAR, um, and unfortunately had to step away and did not see, you know, how the lane turned out late game. Um, but Quez, uh, you know, that's the first NAR top we've seen uh, in Press R. So exciting to see the uh, Hooney top plays and uh, bringing an ADC up top to, uh, you know, counter some of the more tanky uh, top laners that uh, Riot has available to us. Yeah, um, chasing game one. Yep. Right. About to see Lucian go back up top again. <laughs> Maybe even the Quinn. Yeah, I mean, gosh. I'm down for the Quinn if anybody like <laughs> wants to do it. Into if somebody really wants to be bad. please do it. I will welcome it. Please bring yeah. Quinn. Um, I think we do have to touch a little bit on a lot of shows. Um, I really like the team comp game one, but the unfortunate thing is, is like there was literally uh, a fight at 18 minutes where um, uh, I think Nar was TPing in into mid lane, and um, I'm assuming in comms that's being said. And then, like, if I'm the Galio and I hear that, I'm looking to look top. Uh, look to mid lane to ult on top of that um because you have such a big wombo team with amumu diana senna galio so like then for some reason the bot lane got into a fight and the galio was unable to ult and Mm -hmm. it just like after that it was kind of like downhill from there and my like it was already kind of bad but it was like really downhill from there because like um they just never womboed. Like, they never, like, actually womboed with their team. They always were going in individually, and it just, like, never worked out. Yeah, I mean, it's a, you know, a little bit of a tougher comp to execute on. Uh, even though you do have the wombo, it still has to, that communication has to be there um, to execute. So yeah, uh... it's a... Uh... It's 9.35. Uh, do you have our gentleman available by chance? Uh, he says he's done with his league game, so yeah, okay. he he's around for us. Yeah. Uh, go ahead and bring him up here or invite him in if you don't mind. And I'll try to uh, make the whole camera magic trick work. friends with him <laughs> well that's a problem i think i should be 
So as we wait, uh, just going to give him a quick intro. Uh, Marvra from Destiny. He is uh, their mid laner. And uh, he played for Requiem last season with uh, Dainty Taco. And uh, so we uh, actually want to do a quick segment on, you know, kind of uh, without Malco being involved, sadly, of, you know, the uh, pregame prep, uh, you know, what the draft looked like, you know, their thoughts and comms through uh, game one and if there are any adaptations through game two. Um and just get his take on things. Dope. Hey, there's the man's. So hold on one second as I try to fix this, because that's pretty awful. Hey, it's the first time we're trying it. We'll learn from it afterwards. Yep. How's solo queue going? Horrible. No, that's <laughs> that's that's. Isn't it every season? That Man, sounds about I, right. I don't understand why they're nerfing arm guard. I just versed Zed as Syndra, and let me tell you, that was the worst experience of my life. I couldn't do anything. He hit me with one combo, and I was already dead. Damn, man. Yeah. Feels bad. <laughs> I felt like that today I was playing against a Scion. I was like, I have Ignite. I'm igniting him. He's like, half health. Yeah, I'm getting him down. Like, I'm not really dying, but like, he, nothing's really happening with him either. Oh, wait, I forgot. He has one health item so i'm just screwed like i can't do anything <laughs> I'm useless Got it. Now. i forgot right all right so i have cameras mostly uh set up now so sorry for the delay and uh it doesn't look absolutely terrible so we'll go with that uh, but marber welcome on uh glad to have you so we wanted to get to your take on you know how you guys how does destiny plan uh for a series since you guys Went against Final Spark. Um, you probably listened to us uh, bash your team a little bit uh, uh, last week, uh, you know, and we are fine being wrong. Um, and, you know, wanted to get, uh, you know, your thought process for draft and, uh, you know, what your comms are like, you know, during the game and uh, go from there. All right. Yeah. Well, so, what, uh, yeah, how do, how do you guys prepare? We'll start there. Uh, pretty much we're very flexible, like top jungle, mid support. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure if Malco, if you play, uh, mages yet, but it, if, if that's the case, then, then we have like very like Syndra, uh, not Syndra, um, Seraphine. I can take that or beard or right now lethal can take that, uh, top lane. Uh, I could play rise. You could play Rise, Yotus, or and Jungle is very uh, it's very weird because when we first started playing together, we didn't really have people in the right area. But I feel like right now is the best that we can do, and it feels really natural 
with uh, me and Leon just, you know, exploring the map together. As soon as I can push, I'm his buddy. That was our concern. We saw Destiny uh, kind of play around with different roles early on in last season and finish the season with a r- rather ugly record. Uh, so our my initial thought was, oh, no, uh, you know, King Yotus has done this again and it's going to be a repeat. Um, so what uh, do you guys kind of pick your comp in the draft and this is what you're going to go with irregardless of what the other team throws at you or is it, you know, fluid? It's more fluid. Um, like I said, we're very flexible. Like I'm willing to play whatever they need me to play. Like it, right now, I, I know that I only played Seraphine and TF, but I can go off. I can play Yone or I can play Silas, but that's been banned twice on me. <laughs> and that hurts my soul. But I, that, that's... I've played Malphite when you have had Silas, and it was not fun. So, <laughs> well, I I didn't know that it was worthy of being banned. To be honest, I I just want to play at least at least once. <laughs> Fair enough. So, uh, you guys had a great uh, game one. Um, see, so looking at the. Uh... Scores real quick. By the um, way, Mal- uh, our ADC was just smurfing the whole time, by the way. Yeah, we, we've already gone over that uh, Malco is leading the league in kills, uh, tied for first place in lowest deaths, and top five in assists. So uh, the man is looking for a uh, salary increase uh, <laughs> right now. <laughs> um, yeah, so you had a Seraphine game one. Um, against Gantz's, uh Zerith. Have you played much Seraphine into Zerith before? No, I barely see Zerith as is. I barely play Seraphine as is. So are, are you are you that confident? To be honest, confident? that was horrible. <laughs> are you that confident yeah. of a mid laner, or is it just you've got the utility and uh, you know just you know skill to you know? play any mid laner and you know not not be worried about it um so i started playing support when i started playing this game okay and since seraphine's technically a mid laner with a sona kit so yeah it, it was it was kind of fluid but i'm i'm very confident like you can even ask malco i i i talk mad <laughs> <laughs> like I, I i'm sorry if we're not allowed to curse them that's my fault if that's the I'll case get, but get. i am very confident in everybody on our team i say it every time easy claps every game even if we do lose it's still easy claps <laughs> so you guys uh, ended up winning game one uh 42 kills um the other team had 17 you know, what do you say in that brief intermission uh, to, you know, go right back in? Um, you know, is it try to run the exact same team comp or do you guys look to, you know, vary it a little bit so that the other team's not comfortable? So the funny thing about that is the first game, as soon as Leon started popping off on you, dear, we all knew <laughs> that was not getting through the second game. 
Batman will run. Even referenced it. He was uh, like in all shot. He said, "Okay, not Udir's not going to get through yep. the next game." It, that man will run you all the way down to your Nexus Tower as Udir. I've seen it. I played with it a good amount of times. It's terrifying. But the in between is more. We know what's going to get banned because it, they felt like it worked. But they had got rid of dropped one and added the Udir. Sadly enough for them, he's good at Hecram too. That was so, uh, Hecram's first win well, uh, in yeah. this season. Well, he he deserved it because I hate versing Hecram. <laughs> that horse comes out of left field, and I want to be all the way at home plate. If that's the case, there is a fantastic meme. Uh, out on the internet, uh, a lady walking through what appears to be uh, New York, uh, you know, walking through Central Park and uh, just walking through the park and all of a sudden Hecram and there's a horse that just mauls her over. Uh, it's a giphy. It's amazing. I encourage any Hecram player to look that gif, that, that gif meme up. So awesome. Taco, Malco, you guys have any questions? Uh, questions for Mr. Marber before we uh, see him off? When is the young coming? When is the young coming? Uh, good question. I always think it's going to get banned, but I I like to play utility because I feel comfortable and I'm willing to, to go everywhere like TF into that Galio. I didn't get Silas. I'm not playing Rise in the Galio and I'm not good at Rallying Soul. So... If I could play Yone, I will play Yone. Alright, uh, what about, uh, Zoe? I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. So, funny enough, we had a scrim work curtain call, and once again, Leon got Hecrum, I played Zoe, and it was not fun for them. At all. Yeah. See? Are you talking about the second scrim? Yeah, the second scrim. Oh, okay. Because I went 11 and 2, and I felt like I died more. Uh, well, the Zoe will definitely come out eventually. Good deal. You guys uh, face off against Glacial Storm. Uh, you have uh, Matthias Rudder in the mid lane, so uh, don't let him have the bird. And yeah. uh, you're probably good to go. Um any final thoughts, and uh, we'll send you on your way so you can get back to, with your team. Uh, I'm going to say is Destiny, definitely top three team. Just going to say that now, because Hijacked was supposed to be my top three, but Bonkers and TJ are letting me down, sadly. <laughs> yeah, but besides that, I feel like we're top three. And I would say top one, but we haven't played that many games yet. So, yeah. So, Marver calling a shot uh, from Destiny. Thank you, sir. And uh, we'll let you get back to your team uh, so we can uh, finish this call on out. All right. Have a good one. Bye. Ciao. Hey, and the camera trick worked amazingly enough. So, ra wrapping this up, uh, next week we have Glacial Storm against Destiny. 
Let's Bounce against Final Spark, Inferno Trigger against Onslaught of Shadows, and Absolute Zero against Hijack. So, Taco, I'll start with you uh, for your picks all the way down. Glacial Storm against Destiny, Let's Bounce against Final Spark, Inferno Trigger, Onslaught of Shadows, Absolute Zero, Hijack, go. Uh, so I actually was prepared. I wrote <laughs> Look at you. Down. Yeah. Uh, so I have 1-1 one, one for Glacial Storm versus Destiny. Uh, for me, it's just, it's going to be a battle of the diamond junglers. That's really what it is going to be. And then whoever's mid laner is going to be moving more. Like, uh, I, I, I think bot, both bot lanes and top lanes are kind of like, they could go either way, but I'm not sure if it will drastically change the game. It really depends what's going to happen between the mid-jungle synergy. Um, let's Bounce, Final Spark. Uh, I gave Let's Bounce the 2-0. I am CLG Worthy's Dust's biggest fan. Um, so I have the utmost confidence that he will play that lane aggressive like he always does. And... Um, a hippie and archer just can't at, at the moment just can't beat them so um or at least from what we've seen uh infernal trigger onslaught shadows um e even with the full roster uh i mean i i had some question marks about onslaught shadows uh draft um so i kind of i'm kind of feel like we're sleeping on it for a bit so i'm gonna give uh inferno trigger the 2-0 um over on slow shows and then absolute zero versus hijack um i think it should be known that absolute zero is actually uh doing some swaps oh. for their team um i i asked the captain before if I was allowed to reveal this, and okay. Said it was okay. Um, but I believe it is uh, Doom is going to go top lane, Inserts is going to go support, and Queen is going to go um, jungle. Yeah, Queen's going to go jungle. So Bentage and Nightcray are staying where they are, and um, I think this will be a lot more. In I think this will be a lot very interesting to see. Uh, Doom has already said that has kind of give positive reviews of it so far. Mm -hmm. So, um, but they're against Hijack, so I'm still praying for the boy from the boys. So I'm gonna say one one. So uh, Malco, you're up, sir. All right, so obviously I have to root for my team. So 2-0, I will always say 2-0 for my boys. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm definitely very – what I'm going to be interested for that game in particular is just going to be, again, that mid with the mid-jungle duos and how well they do. Um, as, as a team, we generally call for roams a lot, like consistently. We want to push into their jungle. We want to make sure that we're, you know, basically on top wherever we are. You constantly see my support roams a lot. And that's going to be something that's going to be very, very important, I think, for these two particular teams. But I'm still going to say 2 us because Destiny for the win, always. Uh, for this next one, I'm going to give the 2-0 to Let's Bounce. Just Let's Bounce is really looking like the number one team, I, I, fully, I fully believe. Like, yeah, we have Curtain Call, who they're getting these very strong wins out. 
but I think Let's Bounce can execute strong wins more consistently and a lot more cleanly. So I believe this is our our true number one team in the league, and I'm going to give them the 2-0 on this next upcoming one, unless Final Spark can maybe figure some things out and push uh, maybe push for a win, but I'm definitely going to give the 2-0 to them. Uh, Inferno Trigger versus Onslaught of Shadows. I don't want to sleep on Onslaught of Shadows. Maybe they just got some things that they're trying to figure out for themselves, but I'm still going to give Infernal Trigger the 2-0 for them on this one, just for the fact that the team is still looking clean. Yeah, they had a sub last week in Hippie, who is a very insane player. Of course, being on Let's Bounce, there's a reason why they're a, they're a top team currently. But uh, I do believe even with the substitution, they should still be able to come up with a 2-0 against Onslaught of Shadows unless some things get cleaned up between the jungle and them. Um, An absolute and zero against Hijack. This one is... <laughs> I'm going to go with 1-1 on this one. Uh, again, we do have changes coming out from uh, Absolute Zero with the shifts to the top, the jungle, and the support roles. And then we do have Hijack, who I think that once even if once they kind of just figure out what they really want to do as a team, they'll probably start to become more consistent. Uh, again, these were this, this team, these two teams were supposed to be like I think within my top five, and right now they're looking at the bottom of the barrel. And I don't believe that these two teams are truthfully bottom of the barrel teams whatsoever. I, I just think that there's just something maybe that's going on that's just not working for them. And they're like, okay, we really got to experiment here. Like, we have nothing to lose at this point. Especially here, you're going up against both of you having, I believe both of them have no wins currently, correct? Or, yeah. Yeah, that's both, correct. Uh, sitting zero and four. Yep. So right now, you have you feel at that moment you have nothing to lose. Experiment a little. Do a little something here. At least force a 1-1. One, one, and if a team comes out with a 2-0, well, dang. Yeah, <laughs> that'll be, I, that'll I be crazy. It. Yeah, I definitely agree with you. I think Hijack needs to spice it up a little bit, try to do something different. Um, I mean, uh, like I said, Absolute Zero is changing up their roster, so yep. we'll have to see what happens. So I am going to go 1-1, one, one, Glacial Storm and Destiny. going to play it safe. 2-0 uh, uh, for Let's Bounce. Um, Inferno Trigger, I'm going to give them the 2-0 over Onslaught of Shadows. And in keeping with the theme of the night, I'm going to go 2-0, absolute zero over hijack in hoping that uh, the caster curse oh. is a complete psychology. Just, <laughs> yeah, I'm hoping for the flip, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to call it. So uh, there you have it. So you are, you are 25%. Uh, oh yeah. I'm, prediction rate I'm now, absolutely so. awful. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> So Malco, the leading uh, kill count in the league, is uh, leading the uh, caster selections in uh, the pickums. So, uh, gentlemen, thanks so much, and uh, looking forward to next week as always. Uh, seeing everybody on the Rift play on Mondays, and if you would like to get into casting for Press R, uh, we. Uh, Wish Pupsnap the best, uh, but he has gotten himself into a career for this type of thing. Uh, so we are looking for more volunteers uh, to cast VODs after the fact and get them up into YouTube. So thanks so much, and we'll see you guys next week. See you later.